0: Welcome to our daily Rosary Meditation. Let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those we've promised to pray for. St. Thomas Aquinas believed that the greatest pleasures to be those of the intellect thinking about truth. He reasoned that the higher the human faculty, the greater the human pleasure. That's why rational pleasures are greater than animal pleasures. It's more delightful to be a human being talking with a friend than to be a pig feeding at a trough. Therefore, since the intellect is the highest, noblest part of the soul, the one that sets humans apart from beasts, the pleasure of discovering and thinking about truth must be the highest pleasure there is. And in fact, this is the pleasure most people are looking for in their free time, blogs, news, Ted talks, social media, sports stats. This is all people taking enjoyment from finding stuff out. Most people say they think it's important to stay up to date, but actually the truth is they find it entertaining to know what's going on and say matters that affect them very little or matters that they can affect very little. The point then is twofold. First, thinking about truth is very delightful. Second, we should probably be very intentional about the truth we enjoy in our leisure time. So, what truth do you consume and think about in your free time?
1: Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: Free time is time to build up your soul. It's time to use to make yourself happier, wiser, better able to appreciate and celebrate reality. If that's the case, then here are some kinds of truth that probably shouldn't be your main diet during your free time. First is superficial truth. Truth about celebrities' personal lives or the latest social trends. This probably doesn't help you go down into the depths of reality. Because it's superficial. It's about stuff that doesn't matter. Truth that satisfies makes you wise. And wisdom is about being able to understand the profound truths underlying the world in human life. It's not about being shallow. But then there's transient truth. Truth about things that are passing. This political scandal, that shift in the stock market, this professional sports trade. These are, at the end of the day, all trivial. Very soon, none of it will matter. It's all passing. It will be forgotten, if not in a few years, probably by next week. So what's the point of giving your mind to things that have no long-term relevance? And actually, by the time you hear it, it's old anyway. News is kind of an oxymoron. The third kind of truth you want to avoid, not want to, you have to avoid, are things that are depressing or enraging or that cause fear. Don't. Please don't. Give your free hours over to facts in the news or on social media that will make you angry or afraid or sad. Leisure is the time to cultivate joy. It's the time to cultivate the truth that that the world is good, that it's governed by a good God, who is your father, who designed the entire world with you in mind. Truth that takes you away from that, that most fundamental truth, might as well be flat-out lies. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us.
0: Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
1: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
1: As it was in the beginning, this from the fires of hell lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: One of the best ways to keep the capital T truth up front and center in your mind is to find the stories that embody that truth. To learn the story of the scriptures, for instance, is to learn the greatest story there is, God's story of the world and your life, and to see in that story the fundamental truths about God and creation. Obviously, people like Scott Hahn or Tim Gray or Father Mike Schmitz and others are great for introducing you to this story, but also the stories of the saints amazing what they did. It's amazing the truth their lives embodied. Some of the greatest writers have written biographies about the greatest saints. Read, for instance, The Life of Saint Edmund Campion or Queen Helena about Saint Helena, the mother of Constantine, both written by the brilliant novelist Evelyn Waugh. Or read The Life of Saint Francis or The Life of Thomas Aquinas, both written by G.K. Chesterton. Or read The Life of St. Joan of Arc by Mark Twain, who said it was his greatest book. Or read The Man for All Seasons about St. Thomas More by Robert Bolt. Or Murder in the Cathedral about St. Thomas Becket by T.S. Eliot. I really like the biographies of saints written by Louis de Waal. Do you remember how St. Ignatius of Loyola became one of the greatest saints in history? He was looking for something to read in his free time, and he decided to read the lives of the saints. You might consider doing the same.
1: In the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end, amen. Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: You can also get great delight from learning the true principles at the core of reality and learning them directly. You can understand the basic philosophy of life from writers like Peter Kraft or C.S. Lewis, or my favorite. Joseph Pieper. You can understand how science and faith relate from Father Robert Spitzer. You can understand how Mary ties into every aspect of God's plan for humanity and your life through Mark Miravali. You can understand the Church's moral vision through Father John Harden. And you can get a sense of the Church's overall history from William Carroll. It's all out there. And it's not just good to know. It's delightful to know. It's pleasurable. So if you're looking for something to do, why not get the greatest enjoyment from the greatest truth? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is the most important for me in all of the thousands of meditations we've done. The fact of the matter is that the search for truth is inseparable from friendship. People who love the truth love to talk about it with friends. The great font of Western philosophy is Socrates, who simply wanted to talk about truth with his friends. Aristotle and his school were called the walkers.
2: I thought that was more of a retirement home.
0: <laughs> no. It's because they, what they liked doing most of all was walking around with their friends discussing important truths. Even Christ himself didn't transmit his saving truth by writing books. He primarily talked and walked with his friends. So who is the friend you have with whom you can pursue the truth? Probably the reason everyone goes online for their truth is because all their friends are online. But social media is really not where your main source of friendship or your main source of truth should be. How about this for an idea? Invite a friend or group of friends to Pray the Rosary podcast regularly and then come together and talk about the truths that we've been giving you every day. Or start a book group. Or at least get your spouse or one of your kids or good friends to read a book with you and then set up a time to talk about it once a week. Every Sunday afternoon, we as an extended family gather for a meal and then we always talk about what we're reading. Because the only pleasure that compares to the pleasure of contemplation is the pleasure of friendship. And when you combine those two, you get about the greatest pleasure that's possible to have in life. And best of all, it's a pleasure that will bring you closer to God and heaven. May May God God rebuke him, we humbly pray, pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly hosts, by the power power of God, God, cast cast into hell Satan Satan and all all the evil spirits who prowl throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Teresa, one of my greatest pleasures, greatest joys, is actually thinking about the points in these meditations and then having a conversation with you
2: i'm actually very lucky that it keeps me much more focused because it lights a bit of a fire under me where even if i'm reflecting on if, I, if i'm if i normally praying i'm often reflecting on just trivial things either in my own life or uh, whatever problems i'm currently facing and it's good to bring those to god But I have my own prior time for that as well, and it's really good to actually force myself to fully engage in these meditations so that I obviously have something to to bring to the table when we're finished. And it reminds me of in middle school, I really appreciated one teacher who, after daily mass, she would ask us about the homily at some point after mass throughout the day, because then... For the first time as a kid, I was like, I've got to pay attention to that thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it was as late as middle school, but it was, it was a turning point. It's actually very helpful. And I think that's why I liked the point you made about having friends to discuss meditations with afterwards, because taking in content and then discussing with others is one of my favorite things on earth. I... For instance, even very simply, last night I got to watch a movie with a friend that's one of her favorite movies and I hadn't seen it. And it was so delightful that she shared it with me, but also that we got to talk about it and then I got to experience it through the lens that she wanted me to, almost with a guide. It's so much more delightful that way because it it teaches us more about the content itself, it teaches us about that friend, it teaches us, us about ourselves. And as I was reflecting on this meditation, I was asking myself what moments or what experiences with content brought me the most happiness. And it's always the content, the most lasting happiness comes from the content that really, really teaches me about myself and the world and brings me a different understanding. As much as I go on and on and on and on about French and Russian writers. I think the English writers actually do this the best, where you're reading a book and you're just astounded that you're like, I didn't know that I'm absolutely like that. Or, oh, I have friends that are just like this. They just capture it so beautifully. And I think it's a, a kind of delight that really lasts because you can rest in it and actually know people better by the content that you're taking in.
0: Yeah. It's so fantastic when we get that insight, that aha, Mm -hmm. and we get so much more. I get so much more of it with, through my conversation with you. I mean, obviously there's some insight that resulted in producing these rosary meditations, Mm -hmm. but I get much greater insight when then we talk and i get to receive from you now i i'm not just limited to my mm-hmm. insight i get your insight and now i have greater insight <laughs> it
2: it also reminds me i'm maybe i'm often referencing too many too many things in my own life but i'm currently reading dracula and one of my favorite things is that all the characters well first i should state 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 that the whole book is written as letters or in some other form it's it's all in first person of oh i'm writing a letter to so and so about this experience that i just had of a vampire or so and so but because of that all of the content is diegetic as in it's actually you're reading what the characters themselves are writing so whenever they need to share information they all have to share the information with each other and there are many points in the book where everyone's just like sitting down, hey, here's, here's all of my entire journal. You sit down and read that. And then I'm going to sit down and I'm going to read all your journals. (laughs) And can you type that up for me? Because I need all of your information. And they're just constantly in this really beautiful state of sharing information with each other, which is a very rare thing. Because if you've ever watched many um, horror movies or thrillers, usually the biggest frustration on earth is that no one communicates
0: and that's why they get killed
2: they always get killed because they're like oh i i didn't mention i saw the i saw the hook guy right outside you guys didn't see that they're never communicating well uh and they're keeping it to themselves but in dracula they handle it very very well because they they all sit down and share almost these big dossiers of everything they've learned all the time and multiple times they actually. Characters will meet each other for the first time and be like, oh, I've read all of your writings on this. Yeah. I feel as if I know you. Yeah. And they instantly grow into this really beautiful friendship because they're like, oh, I've I've read this, and therefore I, I know you. I know you. I truly, like, I understand you. And the character, in turn, is like, I feel so well-received because you know me that well. And that's how I feel when we sit down and have these conversations. Like, we're pulling together a, a great mystery.
0: Yeah, yeah. Taking in truth and discussing it with friends is essential for friendship. Mm-hmm. It's what partly what makes friendship. I, I have to admit, I feel like I feel a frustration and <laughs> I feel like a total failure. Oh, <laughs> because the greatest ple- one of the greatest pleasures is just this, what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And we have it between each other. We have it in our family. Mm-hmm. This is what I want for everybody. And I don't, I don't know how to get other people to do it.
2: That's a good question.
0: Because in the course of seven days, we provide 35 different points of truth.
2: <laughs> I never thought about it that way.
0: We provide a lot of content To think about and then discuss.
2: I think we should start sprinkling in just one lie in there, just to see, (laughs) just to keep people on their toes, you know.
0: (laughs) You didn't realize that I already (laughs) do. Uh oh. But there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to be discussed, Mm. and I don't know why people don't just listen to the Rosary podcast or take the transcript think about it, discuss it with a friend so that they can have the joy of friendship. But you don't have to be limited to the Rosary podcast. uh, Like the things we were mentioning, to pick a book with somebody else and read it and talk about it. Oh, yeah. Because what I want is for people to delight in truth and delight in friendship.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm in the most fantastic book club right now. That's ironically meant for young mothers, or mothers in general, I think, actually. But almost none of us are actually moms. And still, it has been one of the most delightful experiences to meet with mostly women that I don't know and discuss a book together once a month. Because I'm just truly astounded by people that otherwise I would have met and maybe had some passing small talk with. But instead, I'm hearing some of just, like, the most impactful reflections and insights from them that I would have never gleaned just in in meeting them for any other purpose but sharing in some kind of content is so important and so helpful
0: and a lot of people maybe they don't have time to read a book or they don't know what to read but if they're already doing the podcast they're already getting truth
2: Mm -hmm. it's also a good way to share the podcast to say here listen to this I want to know your thoughts
0: yes and then make a point to have lunch or have a coffee or have a beer mm-hmm. and talk about it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's amazing what how people light up if you say to them, I'd really like your thoughts on this.
2: It, it holds a, just a treasure trove of respect in just saying that. Because we want to be known, we want to be respected, we want to be listened to, we want to be seen. It's a very little question, but it's a really beautiful thing. Yeah.
0: Well, even if nobody else does it, (laughs) I rejoice that I get to have, I get to think about important truths and I get to discuss them with you so that I get more insight through you. Thank you.
2: I'm happy to be here.
0: (laughs) Well, let's be apostles of friendship good conversation, and the rosary. Share this with others.